This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. Mo Moten, Scott Goldbranson into segment number two. Do us a favor if you don't already subscribe to the podcast. Please do so wherever you get your audio. Also, hello to the folks on YouTube. Also hit subscribe there, but do us a second favor and hit the notifications bell. That way, when we have a new video or we go live, you will know instantly. So thank you for doing that. All right, Mo, let's get back. Uh, We talked about it kind of being a slow week, but there are a a spat of pieces going around by the writer types like you. You people. You people. Uh, Jeffrey uh, Chidea over at NFL.com wrote a piece, uh, and it was called The 10 Biggest Questions Hovering Over NFL's First Wave of Mandatory Minicamps. Now, of course, the Raiders were part of that, uh, if you don't know. And number five for him was, is there already too much drama around the Raiders? Now, I want to get into this because I don't agree with Jeffrey um, because I think a lot of the drama that's been created has been created by the media. Media. <laughs> so so right. let's let's give him a fair shake, though. He starts with the Jimmy Garoppolo foot story. Then he also talks about the public complaints of Devonte Adams, which we've already talked numerous times about here. And it really wasn't complaints. It was a leader speaking up and just talking openly. Uh, and, and he claims that he backtracked from that, which I don't think he backtracked. I think he was clear if you read it in context. Then uh, also they talk about obviously Josh Jacobs and the situation there. So my question, Mo, is listen, there's the, the, the Raiders and the Garoppolo thing certainly was some drama. Was it a big deal? No, I think it was a one 24 hour news cycle to me, but of course the national media that doesn't cover the Raiders regularly jumps on it because it always seems like the Raiders have some kind of mess going on, especially the last three years. So you look at that and and the things he identified. uh, And again, we're not here to bash the media either because we're part of it. But I'm just saying that from a national perspective, you say it all the time. A lot of these writers or or content creators will jump in on a Raiders story. They don't really have the context we do of covering the team every day. Do you think that the Raiders have too much drama already coming into this preseason? 
I'm going to take a slightly different perspective than you would think. Mm. I'll say that I'm one of those people who, when I make my season predictions, if a team has a lot of drama in the offseason or it has a lot of noise, as I would call an offseason, mm-hmm. I usually predict a lower win-loss record than I normally would because usually that noise turns into issues during the season, usually. Right? So I, I would put the Cardinals in that in that category. A lot of, coming out about Kyler Murray of the last two off-seasons. Um, I would have put the Ravens in that category had the contract issue with Lamar Jackson lingered on, but it seems like Lamar Jackson loved the offense. But to the Raiders, I think there's enough there's enough noise around the Raiders that you're concerned. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I will say that the stories that Jeff brings up in his piece were were kind of blown up more than they should have been blown up. So it was kind of like you said, the Devontae Adams situation to me, in my opinion, no. was something to note because he said it because he said what he said. Mm-hmm. But it, it wasn't to the point where I saw trade pieces featuring the, where, five places <laughs> Devontae Adams could go. And I know Bleach Report did it, ran a story because you know, Gary Davenport has, has his own opinions about it. But there are a lot of people saying Devontae Adams should ask to be traded. That's not what Gary wrote in his Bleach Report piece. He just said, right. if it happens, this is these are the five spots that he would fit. But people were writing pieces saying Devontae Adams should demand a trade. <laughs> and I was like, hold on, you know, if you read the piece, he clearly says, wants to bring a championship to, to the Raiders, wants to see it through with the Raiders. Yeah, wants to be there. His criticisms, wants to be right. there. He never said that he wanted to be traded or that he doesn't know what his future holds or that. You know, I, I don't know if I want to be a part of this, you know, going forward or I want to be traded. Now, Alpes won't come out and say this, but I believe Devontae, if he's going to be outwardly honest about the criticisms of the offense, I think if he didn't want to be there, you'd know, like you kind of get the, the indication that he wanted to be traded ASAP. And I, if you read the piece in its entirety and not just the blurbs from the piece, you got the idea that he had his criticisms about the direction of the offense. But didn't mm-hmm. cross the trade and doesn't want to be traded as of right now. The Josh yeah, Jacobs it, thing, really quick. The the Josh yeah. Jacobs thing, it I wouldn't call it noise because I think a lot of teams that have top tier players with expiring contracts have the same type of issue. Right. So Josh Jacobs isn't the only one in this boat. As I just mentioned previously, Lamar Jackson had a contract issue. Uh, J.K. Dobbins of the Ravens right now wants a new contract. Quentin Williams is not expected to be at Jets camp because he wants a new contract. Is that considered noise? That too much noise that a team should be worried? No, it's just to me, these are regular steps in a contract negotiation. Players want a player wants a new contract. What does he do? He stays away from the team in hopes that the team will cave a bit and give him a new contract. And if that doesn't happen, sometimes they stay away a little longer. Sometimes they come in and hold in, which we'll probably see at training camp. But I don't think this is a big deal for the Raiders. There's some noise, but not enough for me to say, oh, there's there's trouble in the waters in Las Vegas. Yeah, and and, and Jeff is a good writer. Don't get me wrong. I read yeah. his stuff all the time, but he also, he didn't have anything about Saquon Barkley on there. It's the same situation. So I know he's right. two stories to say, hey, there's three stories. But mm-hmm. to me, the Josh Jacobs thing is what it is, and it'll, it'll play itself out. Um, but I do think that you look at even the Garoppolo situation, and we'll get our good friend Michael Lombardi from the GM Shuffle podcast on pretty soon to talk about it. But he went in depth the other day, and it was so great because I had talked about this on our show when the when the Garoppolo, the addendum stuff came up, which is like, this is no big deal. This happens every single year in the NFL with a lot of players, and he says it doesn't get reported on. Now, many of you might think, well, he's defending his son. He's not defending his son. He's saying that, look, Jimmy Garopp, signing Jimmy Garoppolo in itself to the beginning, this is the point we made on the show, Mel, is dangerous because the guy's always injured. 
Okay, so that's one story. The second story about the foot and the addendum is no big deal. And, and it, it happens every year in the NFL. He said, in fact, if you go through every NFL franchise, you'll probably find two or three of the same type of addendum for players on the team. Now, it might not be the quarterback. Yeah. It might not be Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been injured all the time. <laughs> so that's what compounds it. But I think, I think you're right. Yeah, I think there's a concern about the Raiders because of those issues. But I don't necessarily think that I'm overly concerned. Or to your point, I don't think it's indicative of something like this is going to be a train wreck. I know a lot of you out there who watch and listen to the show because you tell me that the Raiders are going to be a train wreck. And it, they could be. Who knows? We don't know for sure. But I don't think that this is an indication of that yet. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I, the other thing is with the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, I think it, it happens a lot. As, as a person who covers the league, I do see stories about players having failed their physical. Then, they, mm-hmm. then the team releases, uh, not releases them, but doesn't go through with the contract. If you remember not too long ago, I think it was um, the Rays were supposed to sign Eli Apple. Now, this wasn't an injury situation. Right. But if you remember a few se- all seasons ago, the Raiders were going to sign Eli Apples. It was reported that they agreed to terms on a contract. It didn't work out for whatever reason, right? Now, this wasn't an, uh, you know, an injury situation like Jimmy Garoppolo on that level. But it, it, to my point is there are times where players agree to terms on a, con- on a contract mm. and they have to go back. Teams have to go back and either terminate that contract, not go through with that contract, or amend the contract. So this isn't this isn't something that's again that's rare. It is rare to schedule a press conference and have to delay it because the player failed the physical <laughs> and then has to go through surgery. I think that's that's the added part where it makes you kind of raise your eyebrows a bit, like you know what are the Raiders doing? But I think yeah. they had to do that because simply because, and I said this on a previous show, and this is a separate problem that I think Josh McDaniels is set in his ways when he wants something or a player. He's going to just get that player regardless of what the situation is. And I think that any other team, and I said this before, any other team had Jimmy Garoppolo gone to the Jets, you know, or, or the Washington Commanders, I think if, if they found out that he needed surgery, they probably would have just said, we're not going to go through with this. We're going to just right. turn our attention to another quarterback. But because Jimmy True. Garoppolo has that history with Josh McDaniels, I think that's why the Rays went through with this and said, look, you know, of course, they got positive word from the doctors, but I think any yeah. other team with Jimmy G's injury history, as you said, would be concerned and kind of back off and get cold feet. Whereas the Raiders have a head coach who had the history with Josh, uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo said, no, we're going through with it. I agree with you. And I think and, and maybe 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 this will be a little bit hyperbolic, but I really believe Josh McDaniels is staking his job on Jimmy Garoppolo at this point for now, because if if Jimmy Garoppolo is a disaster, meaning he doesn't play or he only plays three games before he's hurt again or something like that. Um, you went all in on him to your point about them not backing off when he didn't pass the physical. He's all in. He wants his guy. He got rid of the other guy. We talked about it in the first segment with Derek Carr. 
Now he's got his guy. So guess what? That boat's going to is, is going to float or it's going to sink. And you got to be the captain. You're going to have to go down with the ship. I really believe that, Mo. If it's a disaster this year, which it could be, it could also be the opposite. Jimmy Garoppolo could be very efficient, stay somewhat healthy. Maybe he only misses a couple games. And the Raiders do better than we anticipate. Then he looks golden. If, if it goes completely south, boy, uh, I don't know how Josh McDaniels can survive if this team, you know, only wins a game or two. And I'm not, I'm not a guy, and you know this, Mo, I don't call for the firing of coaches all the time either, especially after only two seasons. But you're going to have to own that one. I think he has a, a third-year safety net. So remember last week, right? We had an even if the Garopp- even if the Garoppolo thing is an old, uh, just a terrific disaster. I, I think so because mm. I think you do understand that Jimmy Garoppolo does have an injury history. So in a way, that kind of protects Josh McDaniels because if Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt, that's out. That is outside of Josh McDaniels, you know, control. Mm-hmm. But he, as we just made the point, he signed Jimmy knowing that he has that injury history. But <laughs> if the Raiders wind up with a top five pick and they have a shot at, at a at a premier collegiate quarterback prospect, I think Mark Davis says, "Okay, we went six and eleven. We took a step back. Jimmy G got hurt. Mm. Okay, we can get a top quarterback prospect. We're gonna let Josh McDaniels groom that guy mm. and see what happens for at least the first year." I think he has that third-year safety net because we talked about this previously that the way the Raiders went about their offseason, and, and Dave Ziegler said this, they're not going to fix all their problems within uh, no. an offseason. So I think Mark Davis goes into this year thinking this is the year that we're going to build. We're going to have some pieces in place. We're going to try to build what we have. But next year, we're going to put the expectations on Joshua Daniels and Dave Ziegler that we need to make marketable improvements because now, okay – we have Jimmy G or we or maybe we have a top five pick. We can get a new quarterback. And you've now had two seasons to not only get rid of the old regime's players, mm. but get some of your own players. And I think I think Mark Davis went into it thinking at least three years, we have to see some improvements. And if we don't see improvements, then we have to move on. But, to, but as I said, the emailer asked us what has to happen for Joshua Dance to get fired. I think the yep. locker room would absolutely the leaders in locker room, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, if he's there, Max Crosby. If those guys turn on Josh McDaniels, then I think he gets fired. I don't think a bad season is enough to get out of that third year because I think they went into this year thinking this is year two of this is year two of Josh McDaniels, but year one of a mini rebuild. Well, and the question would be if if Garoppolo is a disaster and things the wheels just start flying off the car. Uh, do those leaders lose trust in McDaniels and then does he lose the locker room? Those things could happen together. Right. So, but you bring up the good point, which is they would have to lose the locker room for that to happen. And I don't disagree. Okay. We're going to step aside uh, for our final break here on silver and black today. When we come back, we'll wind up the show with a couple other things that I noticed from the news. You're listening to silver and black today and Odyssey original podcast covering the Raiders. Don't go anywhere. 